Kevin Barker, the podcast that I think we thought deep down we would likely be doing is upon us. Um, I will admit, I will admit, for a fleeting moment, I thought the Blue Jays had a shot at Shohei Otani. Uh, Of course, he signed Saturday with the L.A. Dodgers. Ten years, $700 million with a bunch of deferrals. Uh, announced it on his own Instagram account. God, God bless him. I mean, he kept it up right to the right to the end. Announced it on his own Instagram account around noon uh, Pacific time, uh, thereby settling the weirdest, biggest um, free agent pursuit I've ever seen in my lifetime. Baseball free agent pursuit, and of course, for Blue Jays fans, really kind of bursting kind of bursting a bubble that uh well a bubble that had gotten had gotten awfully big so we know that Shohei Otani will not be with the Blue Jays we know that uh Juan Soto is with the New York Yankees we know that Cody Bellinger is still out there as a free agent he's probably looking for 30 million dollars a year his agent is Scott Boris I'm pretty certain Kevin that Cody Bellinger's free agency won't be as much of a secret as Shohei Otani's was. Uh, and, and, you know, as we've talked about uh, on the podcast and, and on our show as well, there are, contrary to popular belief, there are some bona fide major league hitters still in the market. There's Jorge Soler. Uh, we talked about Cody Bellinger. Um, you know, there, there, there are guys out there. There are players who may be available in the trade market, players like Pete Alonso. Uh, there are organizations that have got an awful lot of financial issues facing them right now because of their TV contracts. If the Jays want to be really aggressive, they should be able they should be able to put together a lineup that is at least as good as last year's lineup. So, Kevin, we want to delve deeper into that. We want to move on. I don't want to spend the whole show talking about Shohei Otani, but, dude, $700 million over 10 years. I got to talk about that a little bit. Um, what did you learn? What do you think we learned from this whole process? That you can't really keep it quiet. Even the, you know, if you got the right people around you that, that are trying to keep it and, you know, the conversation in your group is to let's not let it out of the bag. We want to keep this as quiet as possible to the very end. I mean, that's the best job I've ever seen. I mean, I haven't been in this business as long as you have, but man, I can't imagine that anybody's ever done it any better than Shohei Otani because, you know, the day before we were thinking he's coming to Canada. Now he's not. So they did a really good job of that. That's the one big takeaway. And let's be honest. Now, I mean, did you really think that, that they were going to spend $700 million on almost a 30-year-old who right now up until, uh, you know, till 2025 is a DH? Is he ever going to be good at pitching again? Who knows that? So, you know, it's a lot of money. I mean, I, I think there'd have to be a cutoff number. I would think that probably something that starts with a seven would probably be it for Mr. Ed Rogers. So, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be mean or, or say this in, a, in a, any bad way. I'd have been more shocked if he'd have come here. Like, I think that's sort of where we were at with yeah. just everything around him and then how big the number was going to be. And everybody has said that ever has mattered that's ever talked about Shohei Otani has said he's going to be a Dodger. So, you know, I think it was it was going to be a little bit of the luck of the draw, and you'd have to really overpay if you're, you know, the Toronto Blue Jays. So, yeah, it just it comes to 
realization now that the job has really started for Ross Atkinson. How can you how can you fix a a, a issue that you've had for most of the year and it's right in front of you? And is there enough dudes on the market that can come in here? and hit at the top of your order to make your lineup better because that's the problem, right? I mean, obviously, you could use as much depth in the pitching part of it as you could possibly find. But let's be honest. How many dudes can you find that can come in here, Jeff, that can hit a three-run homer? That, for me, is where this thing starts, and it'll be intriguing to see how, how well they do at that and just how willing they are to spend a little bit more money. That will be intriguing, at least for me. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some things that work here. First of all, we are never going to know how much money the Jays were willing to spend. Nobody is ever going to go on the record and tell us how much money the Jays are willing to spend because the Jays have, frankly, they haven't even admitted on the record that they made an offer to Shohei Otani. I, we know that he traveled to Dunedin. You know, we've got a bunch of sources saying they made an offer to Shohei Otani. I'm certainly under the impression they made an offer to Shohei Otani, but I'm not entirely certain Mark Shapiro is going to hold a news conference next week and say, this is what we offered, this is where we were, this is how it broke down. I, I, for the Jays, there's really there's no percentage, I think, in, in sort of letting people know how far you went. I'll just say this. <clears throat> we know that this was something that was in the works for a while. We know that you don't offer, you don't sit down and even contemplate giving a dude half a billion dollars without people at the very, very top above Mark getting involved in this. I look at it this way. The deferral makes me think, or the willingness of Shohei Otani to defer a lot of money makes me think that that probably gave the Jays more of a chance than a lot of people thought they would. Because you know what? Corporations like having money deferred. If you can kick the can down the road a bit, it looks really good. It's easier to account for. All this good stuff. So I'm sure the fact that Shohei Otani seemed willing to defer a lot of money probably Mm -hmm. kept the Jays in it longer than they would. Listen, I can't... If you're the Jays, I fail to believe... Unless you just unless you weren't a finalist, and again we're just operating. We got a lot of insiders in air quotes telling us that they were a finalist. Um, I can't imagine if you were the Jays, you weren't prepared to go to six hundred. Like the, you know, the idea that you are going to cut off at five hundred because six or seven hundred doesn't make makes less sense than five hundred. I I don't see that happening. Based on what I've been reading, especially based on on uh, Jeff Jeff Passan's latest piece uh, on ESPN, and 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 let's say this about Jeff Passan. One of the things I like about Jeff Passan is I've known him for a long time. If he's not really well sourced on a story, he's not going to throw stuff against the wall. Like he'll just mm-hmm. say, "Hey, you know what? My sources here aren't being a tremendous amount of help in this." If you read his article, the deep dive he does on it. Obviously, money's an issue. <laughs> Obviously, money's an issue. But I think the fact that if you look at the Dodgers and you look at what Shohei Otani wanted, you know, I, I, I put this out there the other day. If you're sitting down with, if you're Shohei Otani and his agent, Kevin, and you're sitting down with the team, uh, let's say you're in, you're in the office with, uh, with the Blue Jays. And you say to them, all right, if I sign with you, what's the next step? 
what are you going to do to make the team better? And if you're the Blue Jays, what do you say? Well, do you say that we'll go out and sign, you know, the free agent Japanese pitcher for $200 million? We'll go out and sign Cody Bellinger to a $30 million a year contract? Like, what can you do if you are the Blue Jays to make your team better? If you're the Dodgers, you know the first thing the Dodgers are going to say is, well, we're probably going to sign Blake Snell. We've got one of the best minor league systems in baseball. And this is something that doesn't get touched on it, but the Jays minor league system right now is not that deep. Like there, there aren't a lot of, there aren't, there aren't four or five players knocking at the door to come up to the majors. So if you're Shohei Otani and the money's basically the same, but you may get a little more in LA, you don't have to move. You're going to be in a lineup with Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman and a bunch of young guys. And the organization's, the organization doesn't have to do any type of financial gymnastics to keep their window of opportunity open for a long time. As a competitor, never mind the weather and all that stuff, as a competitor, if you looked Dodgers-Jays straight up, if I'm Shohei Otani, I'm going, I got a better chance of winning the World Series with the Dodgers. I got a better chance of being in the playoffs with the Dodgers than I do with the Blue Jays. That's just a fact. Yeah, well, I mean, it's Betts, Freeman, it's the West, it's not the American League East. You know, is he willing to defer the money if he's a Blue Jay other than a Dodger? I mean, let's he be was, honest. When, we're, uh, we're kind of led to believe that the, the, that the, the deferred money was there for every team, that he understood that if he was going to get that much money, he would have to defer. But the question is, even if he defers, and this is what gets back, even if he defers all that money, it's still harder for the Blue Jays to add and make themselves better than it is the Dodgers. It just is. Yeah, look, again, I, I think there had to have been a cutoff. I'm, you know, I'm sure it's more than 500. It may have been more than 600. Is it less than 700? Obviously, he's not here. Like, that's the – right? It's the it's pretty cut and dry. It seems to me like when he was getting his MVP award and didn't want to name his dog and now come to find out what his dog's name is, it seems to me like it was – I know who I'm going to. I'm going to try and let some other teams talk me out of it. And – Whatever that had to be like, whether it was the number, whether it was what you just mentioned, you know, whether it was the facilities, whatever it was, we just know now that he ain't a Blue Jay. He is a Dodger. Yep. Does that make the Dodgers the front runner to win the World Series? Probably not. I mean, it's still pitching, and, you know, you can pitch around two of the three. Like, they're a really, really good team. Yeah, they play are, in one right. of the worst – I mean, the division is what the division is. It's not the American League East. So, yeah, are they going to be in the mix? Absolutely. Are they going to be in the mix most of his tenure as a Dodger? Absolutely. So, yeah, I know if you're probably him and you're the player, did you make the right decision just because of the American League East and how it fluctuates and you can go from being first to last, you know, year after year? Yeah, it's probably makes sense if you're him but now again you get back to the blue jays what do you do jeff like what's yeah. good enough now again now it gets back to that you've renovated you're going to raise prices let's be honest you got the product has to get better who is here, that here, here here's the thing here's the thing kevin uh and, and this is to me the nut of the issue now there are two there are two questions we don't know at this time first the obvious question, how do you get the fans excited again after this? What do you do to get the fans excited? First thing we have to know, and this is a very important point, and people have glossed over this. First thing we have to know is whether 
the fact this organization was ready to pony up whatever, $600 million, let's just pick a number. Let's just say they were ready to pony up $600 million for Shohei Otani, whether or not that means there's $600 million to spend. Because I'll tell you, the way things used to work, and I don't know if it still works that way, but the way things used to work is when general managers went in with their plans for the upcoming season, planned their budgets, they planned for three things. One, keep the team together. It's going to cost us this much money to keep the team together. Two, start a process of rebuilding. We can save this much money if we do this, and we would have to move these players if we can do this. Three, shoot for the moon. This is how much it'll cost us to bring Shohei Otani or whoever in. And I think we need to be careful because just because there might have been $600 million for Shohei Otani, that doesn't mean necessarily that there's now $300 million on the table for Bo and $300 million on the table uh, for Vladdy Jr. to sign extensions. It just doesn't. That's not the way it works. So I wanted to throw that out there as a background, getting back to your point. Okay. We don't know how fans are going to. I don't know how you. I don't know how you excite people after Shohei Otani. I just don't. Uh, I. I have no clue. The only thing the Jays can do now, the only thing they can do now, is make the team better. I know that sounds silly, but that's the only option left for them. There's nobody out there they can sign. I mean, even if they sign Cody Bellinger, Cody Bellinger moved the needle in ticket sales. <sighs> I mean, if anything, people will say, hey, well, great, the Jays are trying, but that's not Shohei Otani. It's not going to move the needle the way Shohei Otani did. So they have to make the team better without Shohei Otani. That's essentially where we are. Now, let's talk about that. Let's move on, and let's move on from Shohei Otani. Cody Bellinger, Jorge Soler, J.D. Martinez, there are free agent hitters out there. Right now, the Jays need, in the very least, or they have openings, at least one opening in the outfield, uh, probably a DH opening, an opening at third base. Second base, I think you could probably put it together by put something together with the guys you have, the guys you have right now. I'm with you. We've tended to overlook the closer's role. We, We can't say it any other way. This coaching staff did not have 100% confidence in, in Jordan Romano at the end of the year. They nope. just didn't. That was obvious. We've been told that. More to the point, we saw that the way the games were managed. Mm-hmm. So when you look at those openings and those available free agents, again, Juan Soto, who's a year away from free agency, has gone to the Yankees. And yes, I would have taken Juan Soto on my team in a heartbeat. And yes, I would have Pretty much, I would have, whatever whatever San Diego wanted out of the minor league system, I would have given it to him to get Juan Soto because if I'm Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins and I don't win a playoff series this year, <laughs> trust me, it's going to be somebody else who's going to be putting the team on the field next year. So for Ross or Mark, they got nothing to lose by going, going, with, uh, going for Juan Soto. All that aside, the other options, Kevin, are trades. You know, you've got teams that have financial issues. Texas has a bit of a financial issue because of their TV rights. Seattle has a bit of a financial issue because of their TV rights. Cleveland's got a huge issue. Cleveland had to let Cal Quantrill go because they didn't want to pay him whatever they were going to have to pay. And Cal Quantrill's not making a crap ton of money. So if you're the Jays, we're talking about trades. Do you pick up the phone with the in or with the Guardians 
and start talking about Jose Ramirez? I don't know. You got Pete Alonso with the Mets. Something has to, at some point, the rubber meets the road there. You've got other guys like Ryan McMahon. I mean, Colorado's always going to be ready to trade guys. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals have guys on, 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 on the market. So that's kind of where we are. We're back to, after this dalliance with Shohei Otani, we're back to kind of the nuts and bolts, Kevin, and making this team better. Yeah, look, for me, the first thing you got to do anyway, it, from, from just from the outside looking, is fix Vladdy. Like, well, put resources into whatever you have to put the resources in. Again, they basically told you without telling you that they think the hitting coaches here are good enough to do whatever needs to be done, whether it's relaying messages, whether it's a soft toss with your eyes closed. Like, I, I have no idea what that is. I'm not in the room every single day. I just know the changes haven't been made. So now – you would have to think that it's up to whoever's around Vladdy and Vladdy to figure out whatever's up with Vladdy to have that working in the right direction to try and get him off to a good start. Because you know as well as anybody, Jeff, if he gets off to a good start, there'll be a buzz around this team. Like it's just a, it's a different feel. When he was hitting bombs in Buffalo, everybody loved that. Like they just loved. They couldn't mm-hmm. wait to see him walk to the plate. Last year, they just it wasn't that way, right? Twenty twenty three. So I think that would be the first thing you try and figure that out. After that, I are you piecing it together? It sort of seems that way. Now, let's be real. Did you really think that Otani was going to come here? I mean, we thought he had a chance. Realistically, he really didn't until it Listen, actually I, I, was there, and he was, I was very at the clear. Podium. Besides Mark, probably not. No. I was very, I was very clear. I thought they had a better chance of getting Juan Soto, and and yeah, you know, no, Juan Soto's not the player Shohei Otani is. But if the Jays had pulled the deal off for Juan Soto, I'd be happy. To me, to me, there were two guys, and I don't mean this to sound the way it's going to sound. To me, there were two guys this winter. I wanted one of them. If I was the Blue Jays, Soto won because I thought he'd be easier to get into Otani. Now that's just me. I. That's just me. Um, and the fact that Juan Soto, f- frankly, the fact that Juan Soto is in the AL East to me is a, is, 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 is a pretty big deal. And we've been so fixated on, on what's going on with Shohei. You know, you look at Juan Soto in that lineup and, and around Aaron Judge. Um, you know, the, 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 Yankees are, the, Yankees are, the Yankees are starting to act, they're starting to act like, like the Yankees again. Um, yeah, they don't like losing. Yeah. Like it's not the, it's not in their culture. They just don't know how to do it, right? That that's the thing is it's what's the urgency here? Like there has to be a little of that with the Blue Jays. I understand they they've they've hit some good deals here, right? We know what those are, but it's right in front of you. What? How do you yeah, do? They've it? done do you well. They've done well in free yeah, agency, have, especially with, especially an, with free agent pitching. That's not an excuse to not know what the issue right in front of you is. We all know yes. it. Don't take a guy yes. that that covers the Blue Jays every single day to know what it is. They still don't have a cleanup hitter. Who is that? Like, is it, look, and how do you get them in here, and is it more than one guy? And, and you know, the defensive side of it, they'll find enough. I mean, they got a good enough good coaches to hit ground balls to make them catch the balls in the infield that a dude can play third whenever he has to. But who's sitting in the middle of the order? Who's going to drive in runs? How do you fix Vladdy? That, for me, is the is the thing, right? So, it's just I, – I just don't know how you get that buzz back to where, you know, the run prevention thing for me, I don't know about you, Jeff, is boring. just oh, is. it's awful. And it's an easy I, way great. to finish it's fourth. It, it's an easy listen, way to finish fourth in the American League East. It is. Well, you know it's what it is. Hard. You know what it is. It's a, it's a way of winning cheaply, too. 
It is. It is. So, yeah. And the Yankees are going to be better. The Orioles are getting better. The Rays are the Rays, even though they're trying to trade people. Like, you know, the Red Sox sooner or later is going to be right there with the Yankees. There's, I think right now is your little window back to your point that why would they care if they trade Tiedemann? Because the next couple of years is probably rubber met the road. It's just intriguing. This is a, that there's good enough professional hitters that could hit cleanup that are on the market, but you got to be fast. Like you got to start making decisions here and start making them blue Jays. And that for me is the intriguing part of all this. Yeah. If we operate under the assumption too, that, that payroll is going to be roughly equivalent to what it is, what it was last year when the Jays were a luxury tax team. And I think it's safe to say, I'm just going to say this. I'm going to come out and say this. I don't think the Jays are going to spend as much this year as they did last year. But it's they'll get under. They'll just get under the luxury tax. I don't expect to see a major rebuild or anything like that. Um, not yet. We, we may be at that point next year, the end of next year, but I don't think we're at May. that point right now. Spotrack estimates the Jays' uh, payroll right now, projected total payroll at being around $190 million. And that's you know operating under the assumption that Vladdy gets a sizable increase in arbitration over $20 million. Uh, Bo's got a contract that kicks in. It goes up by about $9 million. Chad Green's contract goes up by about $9 million. I mean, th- there's even though Matt Chapman, Kevin Kiermeyer, Brandon Belt, Jordan Hicks, even though they're all gone, there are some other players who are going to see pay increases. So mm-hmm. taking Spotrack's number into account, theoretically, let's say the Jays have someplace between 30 and $40 million to spend. Someplace between there. Um, listen, I think I think a lot of options are on the table. I know that they would love to entertain the possibility of moving George Springer. Um, this team needs more power in the middle of the order. It needs more power if it's from the left side, so much the better. And they they'll basically they're in a position right now where, where they would move anything, probably other than Bo and Vladdy and one of their starting pitchers, to get that. Uh, and and that's I mean that's that's kind of where I, where I am, but I I just I don't know. This gets back to my original my original point. You are not going to get the boost, the immediate boost you would have gotten from signing Shohei Otani. Uh, you're just not. And I think the sooner people and I'm I've already started move. I've moved off it. It's not going to happen. So you know I'm not going to talk about Shohei Otani uh, again beyond maybe referencing it because it's not going to happen. They have to get better. People, this was a team that they weren't a better team during the regular season last year than they were the regular season before. They weren't. Um, They were not as interesting. They weren't as much fun to watch this year as they were the season before. They just weren't. And, of course, we know how how the postseason ended. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of work that has to be done. There's a lot of work that has to be done here. They do have, as I said, some wiggle room to get it done. Uh, but, you know, again, I, I, I just I, I would caution people against thinking that because there was 500 or 600 million for Shohei Otani, there's 500 or 600 million for somebody else. I don't think it works that way. 
Yeah, you don't think they're going to go out and spend that much money on two or three guys. It's going to be you're going to piece it together. You're going to get some older guys like a J.D. Martinez, like a you know you're, if you'd had to trade for a legitimate guy like a Pete Alonso, that for me makes perfect sense. You could bring an Urshela I, back to play third. Like you could piece it together, correct? With if professional you're me, I, dudes, are you like me? Would Bryant, you? It's not a big deal. Would you take a rental? Would you take a rental player right Absolutely. now? Absolutely. Because one of the two years, with you. Because of the two-year things where Bo and Vladdy are at, the unknowns there, you know. How do we know what how Bo feels about re-signing here again? We don't. So that, that'll be a thing, too. Is he, Does he want to be a Blue Jay going forward? We have no idea. I mean, you know, on the outside looking in and the way we know Bo and the way the conversations have been out loud, I mean, you'd probably, if you were him, have to think about that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some unknowns there. I mean, it's win time. And the Yankees, again, I mean, we've said this. Yankees gonna are better. They're going to be better. Uh, the Red Sox are trying to get better. The Amer- it's American League East. Again, if I told you right now, Jeff, that the Jays could finish fourth, would you be shocked this year? No. no. This is the Absolutely point, not. right? Because Absolutely some of not. the guys that were healthy in the rotation last year may not be healthy. Then what yeah. do you do? Those main guys. So, Right, I mean, it's it's not the easiest thing to talk about, but this is the thing, and this is my point: is bring as many veteran, predictable dudes that can hit in the middle of the order as you can. You do that, and hopefully, Vladdy turns the page and is way better. Then maybe now you're cooking with gravy. I want to throw th- three things out there. Three things out there. One. Do you entertain because you don't have a third baseman? Do you entertain bringing Matt Chapman back? Absolutely not. Agreed. No, don't, don't. Uh, There's a, well, the elevated fastball and the 50 RBI thing and what you'd have to pay him but because of who his agent is, absolutely not. Yeah, and that's, 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 that's not going to change. I'm with you in that. Uh, two, if you are the Blue Jays, do you maybe shift focus a little bit and go after a free agent pitcher? Say, we know that they've scouted uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. We know that Ross Atkins has been over there. We also know that he's expected to get someplace between two hundred and twenty-five to three hundred million dollars. If you if if you are the Blue Jays and you're not in on Cody Bellinger, do you maybe flip things and say, you know what? We talked about run suppression isn't the most interesting thing, but do you maybe flip things and go, hey, get another pitcher in here? I mean, if we're going to have to win two one or three two, we're going to have to win two one or three two. Do you entertain yeah, not- that at all? Yeah, I would think, I mean, I would think the khakis are all sitting in the room, you know, as well as anybody, all 15 of them, and throwing as many names against this wall and, and throwing that name in a computer and trying to figure out that makes their team better at the end of the year. I just don't know all the pressure that goes into that on your defense, your base running, your manager, your pitching coach. Every pitch matters the way it did. We talked about this, the little break that the main dudes had to have, Jeff, because the how the pitches mattered early in the season because they were scoring three and a half runs. I just don't know how you can do that. Now that the Yankees look the way the Yankees look, the Red Sox, the Red Sox woes wasn't because of their lineup. It was because of their pitching. They're going to get better. Like, you got to score more runs. Uh, Do you believe in Vladdy doing that? Do you believe that Bo's going to, you know, hit more homers? Do you believe George Springer's not going to go over 30 as much as he did last year? Uh, Those are a lot of unknowns. I mean, if that's the way you think you can win – and go to the playoffs when some of these other teams are going to be better. you got to remember, the Yankees had an atrocious year last year. The Jays only had seven more wins than the Yankees did. Just mm-hmm. think about that for a second. So, and the yeah, Jays were healthy. The Jays yeah. got a the Jays got a lot of games that it got. They, they got a lot of games that of George Springer. They had healthy starting pitching. You've got to think that that 
even if Alec Manoa comes back and, and is something closer to what Alec Manoa was a couple of years ago, I, I, I just, I'd be really, I'd be stunned if the Jays were as healthy next year as they were this year. Jeff, you need about two years out of the, or two months, excuse me, out of the season that your offense is carrying your team. That, for me, is what you need. However mm. you figure out how to do that is, and again, I'll say this and I'll continue to say it, Jeff, they're trying to talk about winning a World Series. Don't have a cleanup hitter. Like, I, don't, well, I mean, again, I believe in Vladdy, but there is some unknowns there of why is it going backwards? Is it the conversation? Like, they need to figure that out, and you just need some pieces around it to make it easier. And obviously, they don't think that has anything to do with the coaching staff. Like for the most part, that's coming back. So, yeah, I don't know, man. This is this is this is why being in the American League East, man, it gets real in a hurry. And when well, one is... of your big pieces that you thought might be here is not coming here, and you have to pivot, where are you pivoting to? That that's the big thing. And and what you're going to bring in here now is just not one piece to help it. It's a couple yeah, pieces. And... and you mentioned the payroll. It's going to be. It's not going to be the easiest thing to do. We're going to find out how good Ross is. I mean, let's be honest about it. We're going to find out how good he is to figure out how to piece it together and help it out to where everything's sort of working in unison. Yeah, and, and Vladdy to me is a is a big concern. You know, obviously, look we we know. I mean, we know last year how many people did he did he. Did he try to get help from? Try to get help from his uncle. Tried to, we know he tried to get help from David Ortiz. Uh, it concerns me that a team that has so many resources and has so many people around it, and and listen, people who I think are probably, and if you got that job, you're probably dedicated to trying to make players better. You're trying to make hitters better. It. I don't know what it says that a guy who theoretically should be your best hitter clearly feels that he needs to go outside the organization to get help. Like that, I, I don't know what it says, but I'm reasonably certain it's, it, it doesn't say a lot of great things. I can speak from experience. Whenever I was having issues with the people that were on the team that I were around on an everyday basis, that would normally mean that they weren't saying it in a way that you were understanding it. And you always go back to that sort of security blanket, right, where you just need that calming voice that knows how to say it. Say that one or two word that would flip the switch and you go back to who you think you should be going back to. This is what we all been saying for how many months? And yeah, now they yeah. have made no changes whatsoever when it comes to that side of who's having the conversation and how many conversations. And, you know, maybe Don Mattingly's going to get more involved in all this. It seems like he's the quote-unquote offensive coordinator of the team, whatever the hell that means, which I have no idea. Maybe he's going to be having the conversations with Vladdy that Vladdy needs to be having conversations about. He so, was there last year. Yeah. He was just down to the end of the dugout. He's like 30 steps away. I, I mean, I'm just saying. He doesn't hey, seem know, like he's know what... the guy that wants to step on toes, though. And now when you have a different, you know, title beside your name, allows you to think that you have a bigger voice and not going to step on dude's toes. So, I mm. look, I, I just – look, obviously with Vladdy, just because of the numbers and the way it's looked the last couple of years and whoever's having that conversation with him ain't working. Yeah. This is what I said. It just seemed like it was working when, when Bo's dad was there, right? Yeah. And I don't know, maybe just maybe they don't feel that way. Maybe they either don't care or maybe they feel like the people in the room are having a good enough conversation. It's up to the player. 
But, boy, it sure would help, Jeff, if they could get that dude's foot down and getting it singing consistently. Boy, just the vibe. Wouldn't it just feel different and act different? You'd be wanting to watch that on an everyday basis. So, for me, if you're the organization, now I'm not the organization, but, man, it sure would make it easier on everybody's job if you could figure that dude out. Yeah, uh, listen, I'm 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 with you completely on that, and that to me now, in addition to filling the holes you have in your team, that is that is job one. That is absolutely job one. You've you've got to figure out, and and the thing of why I, I don't think it's a matter of physical conditioning because for the past two years, yeah. all I've seen is videos of him working out. I I I I don't buy that. There's something deeper at work. It's repeatability. And, that's what it is. I've told you this for a bazillion years. Yeah, that every time have. we have a legitimate offensive player on, how many times we had Sean Casey on, and he says the exact same thing. You want yep. the same exact Chipper swing Jones. Chipper Jones, over exactly. and over and over again. It's just where the barrel goes because of where the pitch is ending up. That's what the difference is. How many times does we see Vladdy have the same mechanics? It's very rare. That's the point is it's just it's very confusing on why that conversation you know, is not taking place, and there hasn't been obvious changes which would allow him to have that same mechanical thing. I just, for me, it's easy. It's not talent. It's not conditioning. It's just them dudes that he's faces really good, and they're not wanting to let him beat them. Mm-hmm. And you have to be almost perfect mechanically to be the Vladdy that we all want you to be, and for the changes not to be there. It's just, it's mind-boggling. I'll, I'll say it. It's mind-boggling, and... For me, until they actually figure that out, I think we'll continue to have this. The Otani thing would have just sort of glossed that over, and we wouldn't have been paying much attention to it because of who would have been in the order around him. Now that he's not there, even if they do bring a Cody Bellinger or J.D. Martinez or a Solaire, Jeff, who would the conversation still be around? Yeah. Vladdy. Well, the only uh, the only person – I'm with you in this. The only, the only two people who – remove Vladdy from being the focus of this team offensively would have been Juan Soto or Shohei Otani and and Soto to a much, 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 much lesser degree than Otani. But you're absolutely right. Uh, Whoever they sign, whatever they do. And, you know, look, we're led to believe that the Jays do have some money to spend. They certainly are motivated. They've got these new, you know, premium tickets coming up. Like it's to their, it's to the Jays' benefit right now to get out there and try to make this team better. But absent Shohei Otani, a lot of that better is going to have to come from within. And a lot of that stuff that's going to have to come from within comes from number 27. It, 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 it really does. Yeah, well, I'll give you this. Who would you rather have, Pete Alonso or Cody Bellinger? I, I, I look, mean, I, I know. I, I'd take Pete, right, me too. I'd rather Pete Alonso. Absolutely. Predictability, and he could change the game with a, with a three-run homer consistently. That's the one thing, right? And how do they get guys like that, right? You may have to overtrade for it. Like, you, yeah, well, you again, know what? It's I, just, it's, I, you do what you have to do because of what's going on around you. And, you know, the ticket prices and the, and the expectations and what the other teams around you in the American League East are doing, I don't see them having a choice, Jeff. Like, it's just I don't see it. I Like, they're no, going to have to do something and do something big. Yeah, if you're if you listen, if you're like me, I don't I don't really care who the opening day starter is in 2025 or 2026. I do care who the cleanup hitter is for the Toronto Blue Jays in opening day 2024. That's what I'm focused on right you now. You nailed that. That's what Bam. the Blue Jays have to be focused on right now. And will addressing that issue solve or remove the 
sting that people feel as a result of Shohei Otani signing with the Angels? No. But you know what? At the end of the day, if you can't get Shohei Otani, the very least you got to expect, and the very least you need to see from Ross and Mark in the front office in general, you got to see this team. It's got to be better. It's got to be a better team. How you go about doing that, luckily, it's way above our pay grade. <laughs> way above our pay grade. Uh, Barker, this was a lot of fun. Uh, it's the first of, uh, I guess this is the first or is it the second of our off-season podcasts? It's all kind of, it's all kind of run together. Uh, Mr. Barker's going to take a, a little bit of a respite. We will be available for our emergency podcasts. Uh, should the Blue Jays make a major acquisition, a trader, a free agent? And, uh, well, as we saw on Friday, who knows? Every now and then we may pop up live. Uh-oh. In the radio studio as well. Barker, I enjoyed this. Did we, we solve were... anything, Jeff? Did we? Of course not. Did we come to no. any conclusions? Oh, on, we've come on to go. Oh, you know. Winning the American League East. Oh, oh, you know we have some conclusions we've come to. We haven't said all of them, but you know we have some conclusions we've come to. But uh, no, uh, as of right now, I, I don't think we have uh, figured out how the Toronto Blue Jays are going to win the AL East, let alone win the World Series. A reminder, if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a lovely five-star rating and a review. My DMs are open, SN Jeff Blair, if you've got questions you want us to address on the show, or or if you've got show suggestions, please feel free. Again, SN Jeff Blair, DMs are open. And um, yeah, let's uh, step back. Forget about Shohei Otani and see what Ross and Mark have planned for us. It's got to be something in the works. Hey, how about this? Root for the Diamondbacks in the NL West. <laughs> <laughs> or if you really want, just be thankful. Be thankful you're not the San Francisco Giants fans because at least you're not going to have to fit. You're not going to be facing Shohei Otani twenty odd times a year. Look at it that way. It could well, be thanks. worse. It doesn't seem like it's the case right now. But trust us, it could be worse. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again.